Today on Bible Conversations, we're going to be talking about focusing on Christ. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. Colossians chapter 3 verse 2. Chris, it's just me and you today. We don't have a guest with us, but I'm excited. We're going to be talking about focusing on Christ. Yeah, I you know, this this last year, these last 3 months, this whole really my entire life, one thing that I'm starting to realize is when I focus on Jesus, when I focus on the Messiah, when I focus on the Savior, my life doesn't necessarily become easier, but it becomes easier to deal with. Yes. <laughs> um, and I, I think that's a, that's a key point that we're going to be trying to make here is the idea that, you know, we, we cast our burdens on Christ, right? You know, come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. It's not that you're not going to have burdens. It's not that you're not going to have things that you deal with. It's that when you do have them, you go to Christ. You focus on Christ and it becomes easier to handle. Exactly. It's always really funny. Whenever, you know, I I think you're this way too, um, but whenever we kind of get our minds wrapped around a certain topic or a a certain study from scripture, it seems like you find multiple ways to get that message out and, and multiple, multiple ways to present it really. Um, this is one of those for me yeah. <laughs> over this past week. It seems like in my study, I keep, my mind keeps going back to focusing on Christ last month. My mind kept going back to balance every time that I was studying something. I was like, ah, this is talking about being balanced in your life. Not, not being so caught up with, this or that, but being balanced in your life. And, and now over the past couple weeks or so, it's been focusing on Christ. And I had a Bible lesson about that this past Wednesday night. I made a TikTok video about focusing on Christ <laughs> and, and, um, and put it on Instagram, uh, on Facebook. And, and my mind is, is really just going back to, we need to make sure we're focused on Christ. Yeah. I, I think, you know, I, I I agree with you that that's kind of how mine works, my mind at least. I My mind works slightly different. It's very similar to that, but I start noticing things in life. Not necessarily I find ways to apply it. I think that kind of comes naturally with the territory, right? But I start yeah. noticing things like I'll, you know, something will come up in a sermon that I've heard and then the rest of that week, like I notice things in a song that I hear. I notice things mm-hmm. when I in, meet with people or somebody says something that directly relates to the sermon and they weren't at, you know, like they weren't there. Yeah. So – you know, I find when, when we really focus on Christ, we find ways that God is speaking to us through the people, through uh, the people around us, through the scriptures, through our daily lives, trying to help us, you know, understand how we're supposed to be living. And it's not that God's speaking to us and we hear his voice in that manner, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's simply the things that are happening in life are relating to the word of God. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. Hebrews chapter one, in these last days, he's spoken to us by his son. We know yes. John one, one, Jesus is the word. Um, we have the word God spoken to us by his son. Mm-hmm. Scripture is how God talks to us today. Exactly. And so you know, as we, as we focus in on this idea of focusing on Christ, right? I really think that it's just so important that we focus on who Christ is and what he has done. Uh, it's it's one thing to say, focus on Christ, but it's another to understand what that means. So I'm, I'm going to let you talk for a little bit on, on what, what does it mean to focus on Christ? Yeah. So the scripture I read for us at the beginning, Colossians chapter three, um, I want to go back and, and look at verse one also. It says, if then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind 
on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you will appear with him in glory. In other words, without Christ in my life, I am nothing if I've been raised with Christ. In other words, if I've been been baptized, been immersed in that watery grave, and been raised to a new life, if I've been raised with Christ, then if I don't seek him, if my mind is not set on him, then I'm still dead. Christ is my life now. If Christ is not... Is, if Christ is not the center of my life, then I have no life. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and I think I think as we go from there, I've, I've got a verse from Philippians chapter 3 uh, that I'm going to read, starting in verse 8 here in a second. But it's it's first you got to know who Christ is, right? Mm-hmm. So, you, you know, you read the scriptures, you got to understand who Jesus is. What, what does it mean when you say, I am a follower of Jesus, I'm a believer of Jesus? Well, who is Jesus, right? Yeah. You have to know who Jesus is. Uh, you know, people that, that talk about, uh, Mahatma Gandhi, or people that talk about, um, you know, various political figures or whatever, they they talk about this these people and they say, well, he, they've done so and so, they've done so and so, they've done so and so, they said this, they said this. It's like that's great. What did Jesus say? Well, and that's exactly why there's so many times throughout Scripture we see it. It said, "Believe and you will be saved." Believe in Christ, and yeah. and that's not the end game. It's not oh, believe and you're done. Um, yeah, that's I, a, that's we, a part of it. <laughs> we can turn to John three sixteen. Jesus yeah. says, "Everyone who believes in me shall not perish." Yeah. But that wasn't the end game. Jesus was talking with Nicodemus there throughout that story in in John chapter three. Yeah. Nicodemus is saying, "Hey, how do I inherit eternal life?" Jesus says, "You got to be born again. Be born of the water and of the Spirit." Nicodemus doesn't understand. And so as Jesus is trying to explain that to him, Jesus realizes, hey, I need to go back to the basics of this guy. You mm-hmm. need to start with believing. Yes. And from there, we see that that belief is is manifested within you, that that belief grows to repenting from your old life, turning away from that, mm-hmm. confessing, I do believe that Jesus is the son of God yeah. and obeying being born of water and of the spirit. See, it, it's a process. It, it yeah. starts with belief and moves through the rest of your life with Jesus being the center of your life, obeying him, mm-hmm. confessing him, mm-hmm. and living for him. Yeah. Well, and, and you know, as you just talked about, right, you're away from your old life, right? Well, in, in Philippians, I'm actually going to read from starting verse 7, Philippians chapter 3, verse 7. But whatever gain I had, I counted as loss for the sake of Christ. Indeed, I count everything as loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. For this sake, I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish in order that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which comes through faith in Christ, the righteousness from God that depends on faith. Again, that belief that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and may share his sufferings, becoming like him in his death. What a powerful statement, huh? That by any means possible, I may attain the resurrection from the dead, not that I have already obtained this or am already perfect, but I press on to make it my own because Christ Jesus has made me his own. Now, as people mm-hmm. say, you know, you only need faith. You only have to believe. I really want to encourage anybody who thinks that way to read through these verses and find where it says that you only have to believe. Because man, what Paul's talking about here is 
everything that he has, That's he counts journey, as loss. The journey of life yeah. is what he's talking about there. I really like the phrase, I count it all as rubbish. Yes. Uh, maybe in England they still use that word, but <laughs> we, we don't use the word rubbish today. Yeah. But all of my life is rubbish when I have Christ because and, Christ is the goal. Christ is everything that I'm going to set my mind on, set my life on, everything I do, I work as if I'm working for the Lord and not for man. Yes. Um, and so that means the, the rest of my life is rubbish because I'm focused on Christ. And and that really here talks about the idea of knowing Christ, right? Mm-hmm. So it says, indeed, I count everything as lost because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ. When you know Christ, everything else is useless. Mm-hmm. Everything else is worthless. Big it difference is in knowing rubbish. of Christ and knowing Christ. Yes, and there really is. And And part of the knowing Christ then comes from what follows after, right? Is the idea of doing something with that, right? Mm-hmm. Doing something with that knowledge of getting rid of, like you said, getting rid of your old life yeah. of by any means possible, attaining the resurrection from, how do you attain it? You have to do something in order to attain something, right? Yeah. In order to get a, pa- a package from Amazon, you don't just believe it's going to happen. And then all of a sudden you have a package from Amazon on your door. I mean, they're good, but they're not that good, right? <laughs> you have to order it. You yeah. have to do something for it. And so in order to attain resurrection from the dead, in order to attain that relationship and knowledge of Christ, you have to do something. Yeah. And I think that's such a crucial and integral part of this idea. It's so, I guess, frustrating is the word that comes to mind when folks are like, oh, so you're saying that we earn our salvation? Well, no, I don't do anything to earn my salvation. If by earning my salvation, you mean I'm reaching up my hand from laying on the sidewalk and grabbing a hold of God's hand. I mean, maybe, no, maybe, sure. but no, that's not what earning anything is. I, yeah. I've done nothing other than just say, I, well, I need well, help. What we have earned is death. Yeah. VR sins, right? The wages yeah. of sin is death. Well, what are wages? Wages are what you earn for what you do, right? Yeah. We have been given the gift of salvation. And all we try to do is show our appreciate appreciation for what we have been given. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, the, the idea that we work, uh, for salvation is just false. We work because we have already been saved. Yeah. Right. It's, it's not in order to be saved. It's because we already have. Yeah. Yeah. And in order to be saved, we just got to say, I'm lost. I need help. Wait, Jesus has a way. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And, you know, and once we, once we believe, like you mentioned earlier, right, it's that belief, right? We hear the word first, right? Mm -hmm. That's, that's first. And then we believe in what the word says. Then we repent of what we have been doing. We have to be baptized into Christ, which that's that's really a whole other uh, podcast discussion. The idea of being in Christ, but but then after that, it's not you're not done. Yeah, right. Baptism is the the beginning. Yeah, baptism the, is the you join the body. And just last night, I was um, talking with some folks about um, the supporting the body. Once you're in the body, you got to support the body. You can't uh, just sit on the sideline and say, "Hey, I want to be a part of that body, but I don't want to." contribute to it. <laughs> exactly. You got to support one another. Yeah. Um, I want to take us back to another, another verse that, you know, talks about focusing on Christ. Um, if you will turn to Matthew 14, okay. um, I can do that. And this is one of my favorite stories, uh, throughout the Bible because it's the combination of a miracle and a really, really, really cool life lesson. Um, in Matthew chapter 14, towards the end of the chapter, we see, we read about the account of Jesus walking on the water, um, Mm -hmm. starting around verse 22. You see, Jesus had sent his disciples out across the lake. Uh, he went away to pray and Mm -hmm. he told them, y'all, y'all cross this lake. Um, and so they did. 
And so during the middle of the night, it says about the fourth watch, which is between 3 and 6 a.m. <laughs> That's the time nobody's supposed to be out walking around. Yeah. And they see a figure out on the water. Yeah. And they're afraid. They think it might be a ghost. And Jesus calls out to them and says, don't be afraid. It's me. And so Peter, one of the outspoken ones of the 12, <laughs> says, if it's really you, Lord, tell, tell me to walk out there to you. Tell me to, to come out there to you. And so Jesus replies to Peter and he says, come. And so Peter gets out of the boat and begins to walk on the water with the waves splashing around and the wind in his face. He's walking towards Christ. Yes. But, and, and so that's, that's the miracle part that I'm like, that's incredible. He's walking on the water. Here's the other incredible part. It's the life lesson because Peter loses his focus on Christ. Yes. Peter sees the wind and the waves and he starts to sink mm-hmm. and Jesus, and, and he, he cries out to Jesus and he says, Lord, save me. So Jesus reaches out his hand and grabs a hold of Peter's, helps him up, helps him back into the boat. But he lost focus on Christ. Yeah. And I don't think any of us should think for a second. We'd be very foolish to think, hey, I've I've become part of this body. I've been baptized into this body. I've made it. Well, that goes back to that Philippians 3.12, right? Not that I have already obtained yeah. this, but I press on. You continue to press on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and so while it's just a, a little story of, of Peter losing focus on Christ beginning to sink, not that that's a little story. That's an amazing story. Yeah. He walked on the water. I mean, come on. We, but, we, we talk about, to, to you know, to that point, right? We talk about Peter as, well, he fell in the water. Well, no, he walked on water. Yeah. Like of, of the amount of people that have walked on water on this earth, there are two. One is Jesus Christ. <laughs> one is Peter. Yeah. Right? Like that's amazing. Yeah. And afterwards, if I'm not mistaken, right, it's it's Jesus says, oh, you of little faith. Mm-hmm. Verse 31 of well, Matthew 14. Well, if Peter has little faith and is able to walk on water, where does that leave me? Yeah. Like, how much more do I have to increase my faith in Christ? How much more do I need to focus on Christ? Yeah. Right? I, I think I think you're right. I think this, this story about keeping our focus on Christ is so pertinent because if Peter was told by Jesus Christ that he had little faith, after he had just walked on water, where does that leave me? Yeah. I want to take this back to practical in our lives today. Mm-hmm. Um, what focusing on Christ will do for us. Yeah. Because you can look in the world today. People are hurting. Mm-hmm. This world, it's it's awful. Just the other day I was talking with a good friend. and um, And she said, sorry, I just had to text my friend that his brother just died that he took his own life that's awful that this world is so messed up and so lost will leave you hurt and disappointed more often than not Mm -hmm. but if you focus on christ it'll be better yeah and and not just the in the you know i i'm struggling with this or that okay let me focus on christ and it takes away the things i'm struggling with no but if you focus on christ the answers are found within him. And so when you focus on him, when you set your minds on things above, that's where the answers for all of life's problems are held. Well, and I think that focus lends itself to action, right? Exactly. It's, it's yeah. not just the, you know, we, I don't want anybody listening to think that all you have to do is think about Christ and you're set, right? Like, oh, Jesus Christ, I'm thinking about you. Okay, my life's better, right? Like, that's not, yeah. that's not what it is. It's, it's the action that comes 
with focusing on him. When, yeah. when you focus on what he did, right, the things that he does, you know, you, you have that faith in him and you act like Peter and you go out on that water with him mm-hmm. because you believe in him and you trust him that there's action involved. And so, you know, as we talk about the practical application here, it's the focus that we have. Our life will be better when we focus on Christ, but that doesn't mean that we don't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. We have to do something. That is what focusing on it is. Yeah. We have to do something. And, you know, our life's not necessarily going to be easy, right? It's not necessarily going to be perfect. It's not going to be made clean. Being a Christian does not mean that you have no struggles. It means you should have struggles. <laughs> yeah. It just means you have a way to handle them. Exactly. Yeah. When you focus on Christ, you have a way to handle everything. Mm-hmm. You, you, you find out what my action should be mm-hmm. because it's all based on Christ. That's, exactly. that's what it means to have Christ at the center of your life. Yes. So that's really the the message that I want to share with people today. Are you hurting? Are you lonely? Are you <laughs> disappointed at the world? Focus on Christ and it'll be better. Yes. It's not going to be perfect. No, but it'll be better. <laughs> 100%. Well, did you have anything to, to close with? No, I mean, that. That's really it. I, I want to encourage everyone, listen to our contact info that's about to be played here in a minute, because if you're hurt, disappointed, wondering how things are going to be better, reach out to us. We mm-hmm. want to talk to y'all. Um, yep. If you've got any comments on the episode today, um, we want to hear those and, and share with y'all. So we love y'all so much mm-hmm. and we love Christ even more. <laughs> so We do. So focus on Christ and it'll be better. Thank you so much for listening to the Bible Conversations podcast. I want to tell you about a couple of ways in which you can be involved or help us out. You can like us on Facebook and share our posts. You can send us an email at kcocbibleconversations at gmail.com. You can follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. You can even leave a review on Apple Podcasts. We're also partnering with Ministry League. This is a wonderful app full of so many different resources to help you grow your faith. We love you all. Now let's go start a conversation.